a shakedown, brothers and sisters. It's a shakedown. It couldn't be more of a shakedown if they were wearing a mask and a gun. I can tell you that. And what's being held hostage? Our tax dollars are being held hostage. From Washington, D.C., this is On the Ground. On today's show, we spend the hour with federal workers and labor union leaders rallying near the White House. I remind every politician on the Hill today, your allegiance is to the American people, not to an administration that has constantly attacked the working man. We don't negotiate with amoral hostage takers. That doesn't get us anywhere. This goes to a draft dodger right there, a liar, a racist, and a cheater. Shame on you! This man just like a six-year-old child. Going through wheels, temper, temper. We did not ask for no wall. I don't want no wall. It's time for us to fight back and put food on our table for our Welcome to On the Ground, onthegroundshow.org, Voices of Resistance from the nation's capital. I'm Esther Ivarum. And this show is the second of three, devoting a full hour to unheard voices. This week, voices from today's headlines, 800,000 federal workers, thousands of contractors and their families in the D.C. area and around the country are furloughed and others are forced to work without pay because of the federal government shutdown that started on December 22nd. On Thursday, January 10th, hundreds of these employees, joined by labor union leaders and some members of Congress, rallied near the White House before marching to the White House, stating that Donald Trump is using them as pawns in an effort to force House Democrats to spend $5.7 billion for a discredited wall or fence or barrier on the Mexican border. Please welcome American Federation of Government Employees, President J. David Cox. (laughs) Good afternoon, brothers and sisters. So here we are, brothers and sisters, out in the cold on a windy day to tell Mitch McConnell to stop hiding from reality and allow a vote to reopen the government, brothers and sisters. We all know there's a simple answer to this stupid mess that Donald Trump and Mitch McConnell have made. We know that the Senate voted unanimously for the Republican spending bills just three weeks ago. You've heard our uh, senators tell us over and over. And nothing has changed then except, except what the right-wing TV people say on TV and our president and Mr. McConnell are scared to death of them. Hey, brothers and sisters, they were elected to do a job and by damn, they need to do it. I'd like to make sure that everyone knows that this effort at extortion is more of a lockout than a shutdown. We're either locked out of our jobs or we're locked into our jobs without pay. You know, maybe it's even more than an accurate description that I would say it's a shakedown, brothers and sisters. It's a shakedown. It couldn't be more of a shakedown if they were wearing a mask and a gun, I can tell you that. 
And what's being held hostage? Our tax dollars are being held hostage. The government programs we've all paid for are being held hostage. Our members' jobs and paychecks are being held hostage. Senators, senators, Republican senators, do your damn job! Let there be a vote in the Senate! Hey, don't be scared of the President of the United States! You were elected in your state! Do your job! You know, brothers and sisters, we're not scared, we're out here! Are you scared? Hell no, we're not scared. Job. Do your job. Brothers and sisters. Brothers and sisters. They can threaten. They can lie. They can steal. They can bring the United States government to its knees. But we're going to be fighting. We're going to be marching. We're going to be standing up. And we are going to make sure and hold Mitch McConnell accountable. Mitch, do your job. Mitch, do your job. Mitch, do your job. Brothers and sisters, I'd like to call forward a person that knows firsthand what it is right now. He represents over 30,000 correctional officers throughout the federal prison system. They're forced to go to work in some of the most dangerous jobs in this country. They're working without pay. Eric Young, president of our uh, Council of Prison Locals. Eric, come on down. Good afternoon, brothers and sisters. Our law enforcement officers all around the country today are showing up in our nation's 122 facilities. We work with some of the societies worst of the worst enemies foreign and domestic inside of our prisons. There are murderers inside of those prisons, similar to the one that murdered a two-tour war veteran, Jose Rivera, in the United States Penitentiary in Atwater, California. Like the one that murdered Eric Williams, a young man at the height of his life in Canaan, Pennsylvania. Also, the narco-drug dealers that plague our prisons, that murdered our beloved Lieutenant Esvaldo Abarate as he went home to his loving wife and two children. Our prisons are inherently dangerous, yet today we don't have enough correction officers to basically secure our prisons from the terrorists and other security and disruptive threat groups inside those facilities, particularly those notorious MS-13 gangs the President often mentions. Today, our prisons are operating despite these extraordinary conditions, using secretaries, teachers, and cooks to fill in behind missing correction officers. This administration has levied policies to underfund and freeze our hiring inside our prisons. Yet today, we have more than 30,000 heroes still trying to go and keep this country safe. In closing, I want to remind Mitch McConnell what he stated less than a year ago. You said, Senator, we will see which senators make the patriotic decision to stand up for the American people and who vote to continue to fund our government. You said, Senator, the American people will see which senator votes to shove aside veterans and military families 
and vulnerable children holding an entire country hostage. You said, Senator, it is completely unfair and, and uncompassionate to filibuster government funding and harming our troops to crowd out every other priority. I repeat those words to you, Senator. Do you have any decency? Do you have any decency? Our pay is our priority. Funding the internal security of this nation is our priority. The mechanisms that keep the Congress in this American government working. To know that we have our United States military, our Coast Guard, not getting a paycheck. It's a sad and undecent act. Sir, we are the people who protect the people in America. And America is watching you and this Congress. Do not be hypocrites holding federal employees pay for hostage and ransom. I remind every politician on the Hill today, your allegiance is to the American people, not to an administration that is constantly attacked the working man. Get this government up. Get this government up. And get it up right now. In this lockout 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 right now. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome National Federation of Federal Employees President Randy Irwin. Good afternoon, brothers and sisters. I want to thank all the union members across the country, everybody here and everybody watching this around the world. Thank you. You make our fight possible. Without you, we wouldn't be in this fight. Thank you. I want to thank everybody who came out on this cold day to deliver a message to the president and to Capitol Hill. We need to stop this shutdown right now. Because let me tell you, this shutdown isn't funny anymore. It was never funny in the first place, and right now it is ruining people's lives. 800,000 people, just federal employees, and tons of contractors as well, and, and everybody across the country is impacted. But they have had the carpet ripped out from under them. They've had their income shut off indefinitely until this Congress passes a budget. These are middle-class families. They cannot sustain for a day, a week, a month, or any period of time having their income shut off. How out of touch is this president? Does he not understand the struggle of middle-class people in this country? So the president was uh, interviewed the other day and he said, don't worry, they'll make adjustments. What kind of adjustments did he think was he talking about? Is he saying that people aren't going to fill prescriptions that they can't afford to fill anymore? Are they going to miss paying their bills and ruin their credit? Are they going to just turn off the heat in the middle of winter and tough it out? How out of touch are you? We need to stop this shutdown right now! In that same interview, he says, uh, they say, hey, can you relate to the predicament of the people whose lives you're ruining? And he says, yeah, I can relate. You think he can relate? No. Can he relate to our predicament? No. 
Don't tell us that you can relate. Those words don't mean anything. Show us you can relate by shutting the, down this government, opening this government right now. I got to introduce a, a, a person I'm very proud is here. Her name is Jamie Rodney. She's right here. Thank you. She, she's a Nephi IAM member. She came all the way from California. She's a, a Department of Housing Urban Development uh, employee, does great work. She's also a wife and a mother, and uh, it's her turn to tell her story. Thank you for Thank coming. Thank you, Randy. Hello. Hello. I'm a little petite here. Good afternoon, fellow Americans. I am a federal investigator for HUD. I enforce your civil rights and fair housing for a living. So what does that mean? Regardless of your race, national origin, color, familial status, sex, religion, or disability, you have the right to choose wherever you want to live in America. And if anybody gives you any trouble with that, you contact me and my team at HUD and we protect you with our federal laws. And I am here today to ask President Trump, Senator Mitch McConnell, and all Senate Republicans to stop this shutdown now. Stop holding 800,000 federal employees and their families hostage. End this shutdown now. We are middle-class Americans and cannot afford to, as President Trump said, wait for as long as it takes for our next paychecks. We have mortgage and rent to pay. We have student loans to pay. We have daycare costs to pay. We have car bills to pay. We have all of our bills to pay and we need our paychecks now. Get federal employees back to work so that we can go back to work for you and all American citizens. There is the important work at HUD and all of the federal agencies that is not being done now because of the shutdown. Because of the shutdown, millions of Americans are at risk at being evicted and homeless because HUD rental assistance payments are not going to go through if the government is shut down. And you know who that affects? That affects our seniors, our disabled, our veterans, our children, our families who need our government to help them survive. So I am here to speak on behalf of my family, the families of all 800,000 federal employees who are being shut out and left without pay, as well as the millions of Americans who rely upon us federal government employees to help them and the federal government to help them survive in America. Please end this shutdown now. Please welcome International Association of Machinists General Vice President Brian Bryant. Good afternoon, brothers and sisters. Is labor in the house? 
Are the fighting machinists in the house? Like many of you, I listened to the president try to make his case for this ridiculous shutdown. Not once did he mention the impact on federal workers, federal contractors, their communities, and their families. Not once did he mention one-third of federal employees are veterans. And not once did he mention the damage that is being done to the American people and our economy. Well, Mr. President, I want you to listen closely. My brother Steve Ching is a dedicated, hard-working federal contractor at NASA. He is one of thousands of un machinist union members out of work due to this shutdown. Steve is, Steve is an industrial high-voltage technician who is tasked with the important job of monitoring the power grid at Kennedy Space Center. This mission of NASA and the safety of the people who make this agency run are literally at risk every day he's not on the job. And while China just became the first country to land on the far side of the moon, Steve is here with us today to demand the end of this needless shutdown. Mr. President, Senator McConnell, end this shutdown now! Brothers and sisters, my brother Steve Ching. Good afternoon, brothers and sisters. Good afternoon, America. My name is Steve Ching. I have 15 years supporting America's space program at the Kennedy Space Center, and I am a proud Fighting Machinist member. This shutdown affects thousands of federal workers, subcontractors, vendors, and businesses throughout our community. This is true trickle-down economics. By that I mean no paychecks means no gas for our cars, no money for our prescriptions, nor money for groceries, no money for utilities, and no money for our mortgages or rent. These are all affected businesses in our community that will see a downturn in their ability to make money. Hardworking Americans like myself are being used as pawns in this great political divide. Congress and the President must put aside political differences, reopen the government, and work together to solve America's problems, just like they always have in this great country. I personally know of a co-worker who has a child with special needs. This medical care for these children do not stop. Their parents are scrambling to make sure their needs are met. We're all wondering, how long will our families be able to hold out? What about medical insurance? We love our jobs, but hate this uncertainty. Federal workers and their, and their families do not deserve this. Many have questioned if they should move on to another job. If these workers go on to other jobs, the impact to our space program will suffer. These are highly trained, skilled professionals with security clearances and certifications that will be hard to replace. The entire middle class should be upset that we aren't working. Working America wants to go back to work. Thank you, brothers and sisters. Let's stop this shutdown now.
are listening to voices from a rally of federal employees near the White House on Thursday, January 10th, 2019, demanding that Donald Trump and Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell not tie the operation of the federal government to Trump's demand for $5.7 billion for a border wall, fence or barrier, as it might be called on the Mexican border. This is On the Ground, onthegroundshow.org, voices of resistance from the nation's capital on Pacifica Radio. I'm Esther Averam. Now, more voices from that rally, beginning with Hawaii Senator Maisie Hirano. is on our side. No. Hell no. So we know, we know that he has federal workers and unions as big fat targets because federal workers, he tried to freeze your pay. He's made it hard for unions to organize and stay organized. And now he's shutting you all out from your jobs so that he can get his vanity wall. There are two people who can end the shutdown right now. One is the president, but you know what? He is an amoral hostage taker, amoral because he makes no difference between right and wrong, nor does he give a rip. And he's a hostage taker because he has taken 800,000 federal employees and thousands and thousands of contractors hostage. And we don't negotiate with amoral hostage takers. That doesn't get us anywhere. Second person who could end this shutdown right now is Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell has no problems using his power to force 1.5 trillion in tax cuts for the richest people in our country, not helping the middle class. He had no problem using his power to force us to within one vote of eliminating Affordable Care Act for millions of people, and yet, and yet, he will not use his power to end the shutdown to help 800,000 of you to get paychecks. You know, most of us live in a world where we need our paychecks. Hello, President Trump. As Nancy says, we don't all have daddies that can give us $20 million to tide us over. So, Mitch McConnell... You know what his lame excuse was for why he's not bringing the House passed bills and we Senate passed last year to keep government running? You know what his lame excuse was this morning? Oh, the president won't sign it. It won't do any good. Last time I looked, the president is not the majority leader of the Senate who has the power to bring these bills to the floor. So, the pressure should be on Mitch McConnell, the man missing in action. 
the man missing in action to come out of hiding and do his job so that we can all do our jobs. Mahalo nui loa. We're all in this together. This isn't going to be the first or the last fight, as we all know. Okay? So hang in there. We'll be with you. Aloha. Brothers and sisters, welcome from the International Federation of Professional and Technical Engineers, President Paul Sharon. Great, thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for coming out. Well, you know what? It may be a little cold out here, but it's not nearly as cold as the heart of that man down here at the White House. And that's not nearly as cold as Mitch the Trump puppet McConnell. We need to get back to work. Today, thousands of highly skilled, highly skilled federal workers are locked out from our union at IFPG. They're locked out at NASA. They're locked out at NOAA. They're locked out at EPA. And of all things, hundreds of immigration judges that we represent are locked out today. Make no mistake, this is political. This has nothing to do with security. This is nothing more than a political tug of war and the lives of our members and our great federal employees are held in the balance along with their families. You know, we've had enough. We've had enough of this president's failed art of the deal. He needs to learn the art of responsible management. Let's put 800,000 locked out federal workers back to work. Back to work. Back to work. Back to work. Great. Back to work. Now. <laughs> Now. Now, 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 to work. Now, 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 Barry Epstein is here. Barry? There's Barry. Barry is a uh, president of one of the IFPTE locals. He's a, uh, from NASA headquarters. Barry is a NASA engineer. And uh, what Barry does is some of that really complicated stuff, right? So, so Barry is, it does, he works at NASA's human exploration efforts. Far more important, I think, than one of the, some of the stuff that this president happens to be doing today. Barry? I am a proud NASA engineer working to advance human exploration in space to the, to the moon and Mars. But let me correct that. I am a proud NASA engineer furloughed from working at NASA headquarters. I speak as a private citizen and as the president of NASA Headquarters Professional Association, IFPT Local 9. This administration and those who support the shutdown are hurting our democratic institutions, 
and the critical services we provide to citizens and the nation. For example, this shutdown could end up impacting crew on the International Space Station. Projects we work on that impact the crew's health and well-being and their ability to conduct their missions are sitting idle at NASA centers around the country. It may take months or years to get the countless new technologies and scientific research efforts that support all of NASA's missions back on track while adding wasteful, unplanned costs to that recovery. That you've heard countless stories of individual federal employees that are suffering under this furlough, and that includes NASA scientists, engineers, analysts, and administrative professionals who enable exploration and discovery. And we also need to remember the contractors, and even those in the cafeterias and shops in and around our NASA offices that will never recover their lost wages. But the greatest damage these shutdown enablers are causing is to America's belief in our nation's ability to do great things. We want to get back to work, back to our mission of exploration and discovery for us and for future generations. Thank you. Now, let me turn the microphone over to one of those hardworking federal employees who is a research librarian at the U.S. Department of Justice. Give it up for our sister Jenny's Freddie. A member of Local 3097 Aspen Council 20 right here in Washington, D.C. Thank you, President Saunders, for standing with us. The union is a community, and because we look out for each other, I'm a proud member of Aspen Local 3097. Okay. As President Saunders has said, I'm a research librarian at the Department of Justice, so let me tell you a little bit about my work. Whenever the people of the United States take a case to the Supreme Court, I or one of my co-workers has compiled that case. And the cases we work on affect the lives of every single American. Jobs like mine are behind the scenes and often overlooked, but they are essential. My years of service began as a linguist in the U.S. Army. Ten years ago, I went from a private law firm to the Department of Justice because I wanted to work directly for the American people again. <laughs> On December 21st, the day before I was furloughed, that was my day off, but I came to work. And I put in my normal 10-hour shift because I had work that had to be done. These past 19 to 20 days have been a roller coaster ride. Like everyone else, I have bills, mortgage, heat, water, and my student loans still need to be paid. My creditors want cash, not IOUs. We federal workers are a community. We work together to support each other and all the citizens of this nation. We do this work because we care about our country and our justice system. And the collective genius of federal employees needs to be put back to work now. The, the American people deserve our best. 
end this shutdown now. Brothers and sisters, we just have a few more speakers and then we will all march to the White House. But first, everyone, let's get the message out. Tweet, hashtag, shut the shutdown. Stop the shutdown. Stop the shutdown. Also, take a selfie. Share it on Facebook. Hashtag, stop the shutdown. Stop the shutdown. And now, now please welcome the National Treasury Employees Union President, Tony Reardon. Pay us 
us now. Pay us now. Pay us now. I want to bring to the microphone one of NTEU's very special members. I want you to hear directly from him. So please welcome Talton Hall, who is an employee at the National Park Service. Everybody, please welcome Talton. Thank you, sir. Bear with me a moment because most time I'm across the street working. But I can't do that. My name is Talton Hall and I'm a worker for the National Park Service. I've been in a, I'm also a member of NTEU Chapter 336. I've worked in the Park Service 10 years. I'm a gardener, and my job is to take care of the areas known as Presidential Park. That's Lafayette Park and the Ellipse. I love my job. I love planting flowers and pulling weeds and making it all look good. I've met so many interesting people, and I have seen more than one public demonstration. These parks play and host activities and tourists and they have looked good. I hate being off work. Not only the park being ignored, but I'm hurting financially. I count on each and every paycheck to pay my bills. You know what this is like to worry about keeping a roof over your head and food on your table. I'm worried about that every day right now. And it is not fair to me or you. I should be back at work and I should be getting paid for my time. I thank all of you for being here and listening to my story. I know I'm not alone. And that helps. I think we can help bring an end to this shutdown. And to end it by working together. And I'm proud to stand with all of you to make this happen. Let's get this done. Open up the government. Please welcome to the stage service in international employees union 32 BJ vice president Jaime Contreras. Well, who wants to march? I'll be real quick. I just want to say from a veteran who came here and documented me fleeing the Civil War in El Salvador in 1988. This goes to a draft dodger right there, a liar, a racist, and a cheater. Shame on you! Shame on you! Shame on you! And the same goes to Mitch McConnell. Shame on him. So it is my distinct honor to introduce to you two warriors. Some folks who are never talked about are the contracted out workers who work in these buildings. I want to introduce to you Lila Johnson, who works at the Department of Agriculture, and also 
Donna Kelly, who works at Desmondsonian as a security officer, to come up on stage and get us ready to march. Hello, brothers and sisters. My heart goes out to every last one of y'all because I'm going through the same thing that y'all going through. I was working down at the Department of Agriculture for contractors for 21 years. Now, at the age of seven, uh, 71, I need a job. Y'all yeah. need a job. Yeah. President Trump, you are a liar. Yeah. You was lying to us from day one. Yeah. It's time for us to get up off our ham and go and do something about it. Yeah. He can't do nothing about it. We as Americans, we have to do something about it. Yeah. Until we stop fighting back, nothing is going to change because this man was lying to us from day one. Right. I am tired of it. I'm yeah. sick of it. I'm ready to fight. At my age, I feel like I can do it myself. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you, I need each and every one of y'all. I need every one of y'all. I'm not going to go into detail of what's going on with my with me now because I feel like every last one of y'all knows what's going on with each other. Yeah. We don't even have a pay job uh, to even go to. The shutdown need to end now and we need yeah. to fight for the, the government to be reopened. Yeah. Until we do that, yeah. nothing is going to change because this man just like a six-year-old child. Yeah. Go through with his temper temper. We did not ask for no wall. I don't want no wall. It's time for us to fight back and put food on our table for our kids. Thank you. I just want to say hello to everybody. And I just want y'all to know that I'm one of those that's been affected because I have to pay for my health insurance out of pocket. I have to pay for my medication. And because of this shutdown, I am not able to do that. So I'm saying we all need to get back to work. President Trump, in this shutdown now. In this shutdown now. In this shutdown now. You just heard Donna Kelly, who works in security at the Smithsonian, speaking at a rally near the White House on Thursday, January 10th, 2019, to protest the Trump shutdown of the federal government. This is On the Ground, on thegroundshow.org, on Pacifica Radio. I'm Esther Averam. When we come back, more voices from the rally. Stay with us. Children of the world, are you ready? Are you happy? Are you happy? Are you happy? Tell me why. Colder than July, the milkman don't stop by. To bring my high fruit to spawn silver, brother, instead of daddy, bring me back in the bag full of dead.
right. Please welcome National Association of Government Employees President David Hallway. Good afternoon. I'm from Massachusetts, and we had a governor, Mitt Romney. You can boo if you want. In the four years he was our governor, I didn't agree with him one time. But we are finally in agreement. He wrote an editorial that said, to a great degree, a presidency shapes the public character of the nation. A president should unite us, should unite us and inspire us to follow our better angels. A president should demonstrate the essential qualities of honesty and integrity and, and elevate the national discourse with comedy and mutual respect. With the nation so divided, resentful and angry, presidential leadership and qualities of character is indispensable. And this is a province where President Trump's shortfall has been most glaring. Now the sooner that Mitch McConnell and his posse realize that the emperor has no clothes. The emperor has no clothes. He should put us all back to work. It is my great pleasure to introduce Matt Perry, who works for the FAA, and he's still at his job every day, and he's doing forced overtime every day to keep our skies safe. Yet tomorrow, he will receive no paycheck. So let's welcome Matt Perry. Thank you. Uh, thank you all for having us here today. Thank you all for standing in solidarity as a union. It's amazing to stand here and represent my union and my career in this very difficult time. I work in aviation and I love what I do. I'm so lucky to represent some of my best friends and some of the finest workers in aviation today. In my job, we help keep the sky safe and make sure the people get where they need to go safely and on time. If we do this job correctly, none of the people in the planes over there even know we're down here. But we are down here, and there is an impact on us all through the shutdown. I want to talk about this impact on the of the shutdown on myself and my family, and especially mirrored in my coworkers. I'm a father of a five-year-old, and I could stand up here and just tell you about the impact on my wallet, the impact of asking my landlord for flexibility in my rent, the impact of asking my car finance company to be patient, that I'm not receiving a paycheck through no fault of my own other than being a patriotic federal employee. But that's not the real lasting impact. The lasting impact I see is in my back seat driving home from his kindergarten. The impact on my family, the impact on my son. My son asking why do I seem worried, my, the impact of my son seeing his father going to work every day but getting nothing in return. The impact of having to explain this political stunt to a five-year-old. I hear the similar stories from people I work with and people that I represent. Those are the reasons that we are up here fighting for this shutdown to end. We need the shutdown to end. We need the shutdown to end, not just for our bills. We need the shutdown to end for our family's futures, for our dignity, and for our pride as federal employees and union members. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Senator Bernie Sanders from Vermont.
Thank you all for standing up and fighting back for justice in this country. It is unbelievable that we have a president of the United States who is prepared to deny a paycheck to 800,000 federal workers. It is unbelievable that we have a president who is prepared to deny basic governmental services to millions of Americans who need those services. So today we say to this president, grow up, do your job, end this shutdown. Thank you. Please, we please welcome to the stage from the National Weather Service Employees Organization, Mark Pellerito. Hi. Good afternoon. <laughs> Hello, my fellow pawns. Um, let me be clear about something from the get-go here. This sunshine is brought to you by the National Weather Service Employees Organization. But we're still feeling the cold and biting wind of this shutdown. That's right. So, I just came off of eight night shifts and then drove down here. Why would I do that to myself? Because I've seen the collateral damage that is being inflicted on my coworkers, and I need to share it with you. One in particular. Our newest employee, one of our newest employees, she's been on the job less than a year. And so, you know, she's just getting started and doesn't have a lot of money saved up. A few months ago, she had a seizure, followed by another seizure, both involving ambulances and diagnoses and follow-ups and medical bills. These medical bills are now due it turns out they do not take IOUs, but she does. She's taking IOUs right now. She's working every day for no pay. Her doctor says it is possible that a seizure, an additional seizure, could be brought on by any stressful, high-stress high situation, and here we are. Is this stressful enough for her, do you think? What a travesty that her federal career begins this way. So, weather is a 24-7 gig. You know, the weather service, we're there day, night, swinging shifts, whatever, working holidays, working weekends. We're up to that task, however. It's, it's our mission, it's our passion, we love our jobs. And it's a calling to serve our country. It is difficult to serve our country to the best of our ability when we are distracted by things unraveling at home not knowing when our paycheck is going to come. It's, it's, you know, I've heard us all described as pawns, right? We're pawns, we're powerless. Are we powerless? 
I think a pond's a pretty good thing. Look at all these ponds. This is great. Look at us. This is awesome. You know what ponds do? They protect each other. And ponds march forward one step at a time. And if enough of us do that and we keep protecting each other, even the most powerful pieces on the chessboard run out of moves. And they'll have no choice but to end, to quit this silly game. So who's ready to march forward one step at a time? Thank you. On behalf of the National Weather Service Employees Organization, And National Weather Service employee Mark Pellerino will have the last word on today's show. He and other federal employees rallied near the White House on Thursday, January 10, 2019, to protest Trump's shutdown of the federal government, which is impacting 800,000 employees, their families, thousands of contractors, and the communities where they live. In addition, a myriad of federal services and obligations are increasingly impacted, including airport and air traffic, Native American communities and those receiving federal housing assistance and food assistance. This is On the Ground, onthegroundshow.org, Voices of Resistance from the nation's capital on Pacifica Radio. You can contact us, support us, partner with us, and listen to all of our current and past shows on our website we maintain, onthegroundshow.org. We're on Facebook, Google Play, under the title WPFW On the Ground. And you can subscribe to On the Ground on Patreon. The music we play this hour included a picture of Doris traveling with Boris by the Esborn Svensson Trio and What About by Demetlis. I'm Esther Averam. Until next time, keep raising your voice. Peace.